You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, interwebs? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And I'm Brad. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Well, maybe. Are we? Maybe. <laughs> Brad. Who's Brad? Brad. What's going on, Brad? Who is this guy? I'm a, I don't know, bit of a music video director, filmmaker. What's your real name? Brad Gollowin. Oh, oh, that Brad. We've talked man. about you, buddy. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So this is filmmakers drinking bourbon, but I don't necessarily know that I see a bourbon bottle in your hand. We we spoke on the phone last night, and he said, "Well, it has whiskey in the title." Yeah, <laughs> it technically has bourbon in it. We're super excited that you brought the gift. Yeah, yeah. Fol- following the rules. Why don't we uh, pass it to Brandon and let him All officially right. read what thing. I brought? Re- read it. So we have today pouring. Holy crap! This is great. Uh, Hoppin' Frog, barrel-aged, uh, <laughs> Doris the Destroyer, double imperial stout, aged in whiskey barrels. Nice. This is serious stuff. All right, well, I'm pouring it up. Uh, let's just, we got we to cheers this so one So it's a, a whiskey beer. Oh, my yeah. God. It looks like motor oil. Yeah. Whoa. Holy sh... I, I got to get a little more. Yeah. I don't know that I can drink this. <laughs> Oh, you oh my gotta. God. Wow. So, yeah. Dude. Okay, so for listeners listening right now, we are pouring something that looks basically like uh, the old lawnmower in your basement that you haven't changed the oil in 10 years, and you decided you're going to change the oil, so you tip it over and outpours black sludge. Uh, this looks like my coffee in the morning. This is the craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. It's good, man. It's like a... Uh, it's obviously not actually bourbon, but <laughs> it is aged in... Whiskey bourbon barrels. So we're gonna have to let's taste it first. Yeah, we'll we'll get into whiskey versus bourbon. Wrench in the machine. I have a serious problem with these terms. All right, so cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. We're so excited to have you on the show. Let's see what this is all about. Here we go. That's actually not bad. Mm. Wow, I thought it was gonna be like intolerable. See, I. I'm not one for that uh, Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. That's a little too strong for me, but this is, you're right, it's good. Well, but here's the thing. It's not, you're tasting whiskey. You're not tasting bourbon. True. Because, as we know and as we have reviewed on this show before, to be considered bourbon, it has to have 51% corn mash. Anything that doesn't have 51% corn mash can be called a whiskey. So all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. For sure. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that. So, yeah, basically, it's one of my favorite beers. You know, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. We're on filmmakers drinking bourbon. It is a stout. But given the theme, I thought it would be appropriate to bring today. Yeah, no, lovely. Definitely appropriate. Did you read the script on it? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and here's the thing. I think it's so appropriate because even that label reminds me of, like, a lot of what you do. Brad, like a lot of like, I came to know Brad's work through Alex, which Alex would send me like these screenshots of like people with their like heads cut off, and he's like, "Hey, we're shooting this thing, and it's like in this barn, and we've got this, uh, we have dead meat hanging." I'm like, "What are you doing?" There so bodies flown in from LA. So yeah. you do a lot. That is true. So so here's the thing: you do a lot more than just heavy metal music videos. We'll get to that. 
Right. But we can't ignore it. It's it. You no. do a lot of this. So I don't want to ignore it. Tell us a little bit about that. Own it. Tell us the story. How did you get? How did you become like one of the guys for this genre? Um, I think it basically just knowing people around town when I first started, like not really having any idea what I was doing. Um, like there's a band maybe five, six years ago called Attack Attack who like, you know, I knew a couple people in that band and, um, did a couple like free live music videos to try and like, you know, getting good with the record label and, uh, just kind of went from there and just worked my way up to, you know, like my first real budget, which was like a $500 music video (laughs) and, you know, I thought, I was like, oh, my, that's so Rolling much money. Yeah, we can do anything we want. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee you a lot of our listeners are like, whoa, that's, you know, yeah, yeah, hook yeah. us up. Yeah, so, you know, I just uh, progressed from there, from doing, you know, really low-budget videos to, you know, what now can sometimes feel like a low-budget video, but compared to those days, like, you know, come a long way. But, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how yeah, it happened. Yeah, but, I mean, but you guys are doing, like, you're being humble here. You guys are doing stuff for record labels. You guys are doing stuff with budgets that aren't five hundred dollars. Right, let's be honest. Right. So, like, you're you guys are you're where are you at? Are you in like the five to ten, ten to twenty? Like, talk um, about that. Like, what kind of scale well, are you guys working with? Depends what genre. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do is rock or metal, hardcore based. But sometimes it'll be a little more poppy or indie vibe. But um, average video, like if you are kind of like an established band in like the post alternative rock genre um average budget for like a like pretty well-known band is probably around like eight to ten thousand range right on Mm -hmm. um twenty thousand like i submitted a treatment one time for a band called well everybody knows shine down but um didn't end up getting the gig but the budget for that was twenty thousand and i mean you know they've sold over a hundred thousand records in their yeah, you know, so in their first week of album sales, so, so whoa, whoa, so is that like is that like a big? I'm not a metal guy. Is that well, a I big mean, metal band? That would huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shine down. Yeah. Like, like uh, I would say hard rock. They're very mainstream. You, you'll hear them on WBN here in Cincy, and you know, was that, are they like station. the equivalent of like Kanye? No, no. I mean, it's like a. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a. Like a, I don't want to say Nickelback, but like yeah, they're like, kind of the popularity. Yeah, like of they could Nickelback. open for Nickelback. That wouldn't gotcha. be weird. Lots of people know who these people are. Yes. So yeah, but yes. basically, one of the biggest rock bands in the genre, they're kind of maxed out at twenty k for a budget. Sure, yeah, I think so, Gone are the days of like you know right. two hundred thousand sure. dollar, unless you're right. a rapper or something. So and then on the other end, you know. Three, four, five thousand is kind of like the lowest of like bands that maybe either just signed to a label or they're independent and they're kind of self-funding but um anywhere around 10 is kind of like the sweet spot so so what's your approach you get a you get a call you you submit treatments let's walk the listeners through you know you kind of come from concept you work with other art directors are you doing this all yourself obviously you work with alex you build a team you have a crew walk us through the the let's just say general band I'll, i'll make up a band i have a metal band called uh Death Baby, and I call you, and I'm like, "Hey, we got this great new single I called think Death Baby's going to sue you." Called Skin the Cat, and you're like, "Excellent!" And then, like, talk a little bit about your process. Let's get in your head. Um, well, it depends on the band. If they're, you know, if they do have label backing behind them, you know, it's not the actual band that contacts me. Um, it'll be the record label. 
the you know A&R person at the label, um, you know, they'll send out an email, hey, I've got this band, uh, you know, we need a video shot by, you know, so-and-so, this is the budget, let me know if you're interested. Um, and then basically from there, if I want to do the video, I'll come up with the concept, um, oftentimes within like maybe a day or two because they seem to never plan ahead and <laughs> the date's they, always like yeah, super close like hey can you shoot a music video in 10 days uh we need the entire concept full edit and yeah. every oh and it's done you know like a week after that we have to have the edit but um but yeah it's always you have to submit a treatment first and then they kind of pick and choose between directors that they've asked to write for it um, okay, well, let's let's stop on ch- uh, treatment for a second because I know a lot of our listeners maybe they're getting into this, maybe they have some other things they're looking to maybe up their game on treatments. You know, what's your approach on that? Do you do you have like a, a designer? Do you use you know Microsoft Word? Do you have a pen? Do you hand draw concepts? Do you pull pin boards on you know looks? Talk about that. Maybe people don't even know what a treatment is. That's true. Let's let's define um, it and then go into that. Yeah. So what's a treatment? It's basically just your concept for the music video. What you want to do? How you want to shoot? You know, the band performance. Is there a band performance? Is it all storyline? It's, like it's a just, script, basically. Yeah, right? it's just what you plan to do with the video, and you just write it out. So um, sometimes I include images. Um, I don't always like to do that because I don't like them like locking in their mm-hmm. mind yeah. based on a reference photo when I know it's going to look so much better than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with Alex <laughs> shooting. He probably, um, he, you, uh, yeah. You're pre- you probably re- you might reference my videos and then say they're going to look way better, right? Right. <laughs> no, Alex I, is like I shoot those videos Alex, too. Alex is like, uh, yeah, here's this chump video I did for Brandon, but we let's do it. Let's do it even better. No, <laughs> right? Not at all. But um, some good ones. I'm just kidding, man. No, yeah, it's basically just a submission of what you want to do, and they will decide if they want to do it. And sometimes they'll get back to you and let you know if. <laughs> You, you know, hey, we gave it to another guy or whatever. Um, but Sometimes a lot of times <laughs> they just don't even say anything. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So you've, you've done a lot. How many, how many would you say, I mean, to date have you, I feel like every week you guys are shooting something. Yeah. Um, it's been around, I mean, probably over 100 now that I've. Wow. I typically write, direct, produce, and edit, sometimes color all my own videos. So mm-hmm. in terms of the workflow, I try and lately take on less work because it's just, it can get too overwhelming yeah. when you're writing for one project while directing another project and editing another project. And you just kind of, you know, you're in so many different head spaces that you just, it's easier yeah. if you just condense it down. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Having done 100, you know, there's the, the what's the Malcolm Gladwell rule of the uh, 10,000 hours of practice 10, you know, hours, makes you yeah. great. After doing 100 videos, you know, and at the level you're doing them with all the aspects that you're doing, editing, writing, et cetera, whatever, you know, for our listeners, what are, give me one or two key takeaways that are just like, man, you know what, after doing this, like, here's the one thing or here's the two things that, like, I really learned and this is now I'm better because of this. Um, I think just kind of like the workflow of everything. I mean, just kind of how everything works, whether it's, you know, with the director of photography or, you know, dealing in post-production and making changes and kind of just knowing what to expect. And I think developing a thick, 
thick skin in terms of developing um, relationships with record uh, label people and just kind of knowing all the different turns and the way things can happen is like the main thing I've learned. I mean, there's just so many different examples of things that have happened that I never would have thought that I would have encountered like in the industry mm-hmm. that now I just, when they happen, I just kind of laugh them off. Whereas when, when I first started, I would get like really offended and kind of like, you know, hurt by things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you just kind of, that's just how it is. So, so for young filmmakers really develop that thick skin and, and realize, you know, Hey, uh, it's maybe not them, but it's just, it's part of the process and move on to the next one. Exactly. And, and speaking to that, like one of the things that goes along with it, because I'm, Generally, you know, part of part of the conversation of the video throughout, I'd say, up until like finals. But there's a lot there are a lot of changes that go on. Like even after you shoot it and you've talked through the script and the band's there, sometimes they have they have changes they want made, right? Right. How, how does that uh you know, obviously who has final say and how's that go? Right. Yeah, I mean that kind of stuff happens all the time. Like, you know, I could be directing a video and you know, you submit the treatment like we talked about and everybody approves it from the band to management to the record label. Everything's all good. You shoot it. You know, you shoot what you said you would shoot and it looks how you said it would look. Right. And then... They're there and they see it. Yeah, yeah, and they're watching it on set and they're digging it. And then you, you know, go and you edit it. You show them the piece and then out of nowhere, well, we actually want it to look like this and we want there to be you know a ton of vfx all over it and you know we just the look is just completely changed and it's like you know from my perspective like well i don't dig that look that you're asking me to do that's not what i you submitted for why are we changing how we agreed to do this and you know that doesn't happen all the time a lot of times you know things are great and i love what i put out and it's exactly how i wanted it and then Everybody's happy, but sometimes, you know, there's curveballs that come your way. Yeah. So learning to deal with them is just part of the game. Right. For sure. Because ultimately, when you work in music video production, the, uh, you know, it's the record label's property, what you're making. Even though you're mm-hmm. attached to it personally and, you know, as a filmmaker, um, you know, it's ultimately their call. So. Yeah. That's cool, man. For sure. Well, that, I, that's really cool. I'm glad. I'm. It's exciting to hear, you know, your perspective on on coming from all these sorts of things. But I'm I'm excited to hear, you know, like what do you like? How, what's your source material? Like, what are you watching? You know, that's one of the, oh, one of the yeah. things me and Alex always chat about. Of course, you know, you, you're a fan of the show. Um, and so, what are you into, man? What are you What are you watching right now? Um. Well, not necessarily a source of inspiration, but I finished up. Uh, Season two of True Detective last nice. week. How do? You, what did you think, yeah, I was man? Ask, I'm yeah. still like I'm sleepy. I'm on like yeah. episode three and I can't wake up. I, I can't get past two. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, I don't think I hated it as much as like a lot of people did who just like ripped it from the first episode. Like, yeah. I definitely gave it a chance and like I enjoyed watching it. Like, it's still yeah. well done. You know, for all of its flaws, like it's still like a well done show. Yeah. Did you it's do you just, agree? Do you know about what's her name's Rachel McAdams? Is that a wart? Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing out loud while I, when I listened to that episode. Um, I think you texted me while you were watching it and just said, "Ha ha ha, 
cancerous or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, what am I supposed <laughs> don't to Don't give her bad vibes. She's a sweet girl. What am I, know, I supposed I'm just to saying. agree on or not agree on? I don't, I, don't, I just, I, what is it? Is it a mole? Is yeah, it a wart? Is it a, what is it, a cyst? No. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. She's a good actress, though. She's yeah. fantastic. I, well, the thing I love about it is I do love whenever um, Colin Farrell is with Vince Vaughn in the bar. Mm. I just love yeah. every everything. Every one of the it can't go wrong for yeah. me. Every one of those shots is just awesome. Yeah, you the love music, it, lighting. Yeah, and there's always the girl playing music yeah, or whatever. She's great. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it was good. Like I didn't regret watching it. You know, like I enjoyed it, but it just, mm. there's no way it was just anywhere near season one. Um, it's a, yeah, incomparable. Yeah, I'm right. getting some more of this, uh, this Destroyer Hop Frog. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hopping, whiskey. Whiskey aged. Yeah. Whiskey aged. It's actually from Akron, Ohio. Whiskey. Not, it is. Not bourbon, yeah. but whiskey. But, uh, snag a little bit more, too. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, that's cool, man. How about you, Alex? What are you, what are you up to right now? What are you watching? I, I didn't talk about it last time, right? Mission Impossible. No, I don't think you did, dude. I, I went and saw Rogue Nation. Of course, Mission you did. Impossible Rogue you, Nation. You would. I'm a huge <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise fan. You love Tom Cruise. Love you, him. You're a Scientologist, aren't you? Oh, big name. <laughs> oh, speaking of Scientology, should we go into this? I mean, we can. We can tell that story. Oh my god! But if we you tell know, that story, it's going to open up a whole other. Like you're going to get into rattlesnakes. Brad, do you know about that? No, I don't. Scientology and rattlesnakes. I feel like. No. I feel like that's maybe like a whole episode. <sighs> You're right, but it's just so interesting. What about like a little tease? <laughs> okay, like okay. Here's bit. here's the tease. Well, the tease is pe- the, how we met. Yes. We talk about this we, in episode okay, one. Yeah, we talked about how we met on the episode one documentary Venom and Fire. No, but on it was a podcast episode one, right? Yeah, yeah. How we I met. know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We, we discussed it, but what listeners don't know is yeah. that directly after going to a rattlesnake church in southern Kentucky, we were already in the mood for sort the, of like a cult. Religion. It was just religious experimentation. We were feeling kind of, it. We yeah. liked it. <laughs> so anyway, on the way back, we Brandon's like, dude, do you guys know? We have, there's like four of us in the car. It's like, you guys know there's a, a Scientology church on the way back, right? Because Scientology came up in our conversation. It was like we were talking about yeah, religions. Yeah, 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 for sure. A couple of our members had been involved in different church aspects and stuff and gotten out and saw the light. But, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, anyway, he brings it up. There's a Scientology church on the way back, and we all agree unanimously we're stopping. Yeah, we're like we're going. We in. gotta go. Like, and so we made like a pact, and we said we're going in together. Yeah, and we we like we knew we, that like we throughout the process checks. we were checking each other to make sure we weren't getting brainwashed. Yeah. Oh my god! Because you walk in and it's like it's beautiful. Fifteen, oh gorgeous. The highest end hand carved wood, wood. They have all these flat yeah. screen TVs, like and, holographic displays. And each <laughs> each flat screen TV tells yeah. a different story of LRH, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron and so Hubbard. you sit down at one at one, and it's like L. Ron Hubbard was a captain of any ship on any sea. <laughs> yeah. He was the greatest man alive. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like the most interesting man alive. Yeah, yeah. like Kim Jong Un style. Like, oh he, yeah, first oh. time he ever golfed, he had eighteen holes in one. Amazing, yes, exactly. Yeah, ever. And but the thing that we noticed, oh, we started to notice is that that there was like patterns of people like triangulating us yeah and we're like what is going on Keeping and so tabs. we would get up from one part of the room to move to walk towards the door and someone else would come up and close in the angle and greet yeah would you guys like to see this over here then they would usher us over to another it was amazing and by the way they all had they were all from different countries yeah definitely each each person there had a different country huh. accent yeah like and these one people, was australian yeah. one was british one was russian one you know but was, i don't know what i want to know is was anybody there a part of sea org because Sea Org's like their special closed yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. It's now defunct. It's like supposedly C- according it's like to Seal David Miscavige of Scientology, right? 
Yeah. By the way, did you guys watch? Uh, did you watch the? Yes, I watched the documentary. It. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, br- uh, breaking. Uh, going clear. Or going whatever. clear. Yeah. yeah. Going clear. Oh, really oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Really check that out. So good. Um, yeah, the part about Tom Cruise was. Dude. Yeah. Oh, and about um, Travolta, how they're just kind of like yeah. he's kind of like locked in, yeah. even though there's debate about whether or not he still is like full bore yeah. into it. Either way, dude. Okay, super interesting. But we get in. Yeah, we have the system where okay, we're, we're going to look at each other, make sure we're hey, you here? Are you good? Yeah. You're, not, you're watching back. it. Yeah. You're not like smelling anything funny, are you? And uh, we kind of got our way into the back room. Yeah. We they went had in. this like lecture hall with a grand piano yeah, and a we bust kinda, of L. Ron on the stage. <laughs> we asked him. We said, "We said, do you guys have services? You know, we're like, yeah. what do you do? You know?" And they were like, "Well, yeah, you know." We were like, "Well, like, do you meet? Do you sing? Is there a teaching?" And yeah. they were like, "Well, there's multiple things, you know." Exactly. And we're like, yeah. "Can we see where this happens?" And they were How like, "How much money do you have?" They were like, "Sure." And so they opened yeah. the door. We go in, and it literally was like. It looked like a like a church, a church, and but it was like Super everything ornate. was white and yeah. like ornate. Gorgeous. And there was a white grand piano, gorgeous. That was like kind of ghostly. Like no one ever plays this piano. It's no. just kind of set there. They just clean it, and yeah. a big screen that comes down, and that's where Miscavige from the Hollywood Center yeah, yeah. Ca- does the cast. Uh, and a gorgeous bust of L. Ron Hubbard up there, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Either way, you? and by the way, we're I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just super interested in. Yeah, the process. Like it's not. I mean, you know, there's some issues with it. It's, it's a little interesting, potentially, and a little out of my my realm of experience. But it, I'm just interested. We would love so. to have David Miscavige yeah. on the show. But yeah, if any of our listeners are Scientologists, come on, let it. Yeah, fill us in on yeah on the magic of it all. Yeah, seriously. So, I speaking know. of LRH, uh, what about the film, The Master? Right, and that about him? Ooh. Oh, well, loosely based on that, nobody will come out and say yeah. because of like issues. But uh, definitely, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman, man, that's a shame about him. I know. Oh man, he's he's great. Yeah. Speaking of that, that's one I want you to get. What? On it. So, okay, so looking at Brad, Brad's got a couple tattoos on his arms. Quite a bit. One a is a gorgeous portrait of his mother. The other is Daniel Day Lewis from There Will Be Blood, like super accurate photorealism. It's awesome, and I want him to get Seymour Hoffman from. Yeah, that'd be pretty rad. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's more room, you know. I got <laughs> got open area. Yeah. The top of your dome is looking like a nice canvas there. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, that's what about you, man? What have you been watching? Yeah. So now that we get, yeah. let's get back to the question. Nothing. I've been watching. I've been watching. Nothing. I didn't even get into mine. I was watching Rogue. Yeah, Nation. you. Went, we got into Scientology. <laughs> All right. So, so we, yeah, was was, I went and saw was Cruise good or not? Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, not only was Tom Cruise fantastic, but the entire movie as a whole was unbelievable. Like the action sequences that they pulled off, yeah. the cinematography is amazing. It outsold another movie, didn't it, Brad? Uh, I don't know. I think it was uh, called The Fantastic Four, a superhero movie. Oh, yeah. Didn't do too well. Okay, and I meant yeah. to bring that up earlier. <laughs> I meant to bring that up earlier. <laughs> But and the director, did you see what the director did? I, I can bring The director it. tweeted. I can bring and it up basically now. the director tweeted and said, this movie yeah. would have been, quote, fantastic had they let me do my thing. Exactly. Right. And when, Maybe when, it would have been. They when, think they're suing, they're, I think they're going to sue him. Probably. When, when Brad was talking about uh, music videos and, you know, something, sometimes things comes out, come out that you're not super proud of or whatever because they get changed by sure. the, man. the powers that be. The man. I was going to say, that happens on every level. Just look at trank and yeah how, oh, right. how that came out you know yeah i mean the the bigger the budget the more that oversight you're gonna have it, yeah so no matter how big you get your things could get changed 
the it's out of your control. You're just there, literally filling a position, doing a job. Speaking of a uh, superhero movies, <laughs> I do have to say, being you gonna a, weigh in on the debate. Being a loyal <laughs> listener, uh, I have to agree with Brandon. I would never. Okay, there's the Dark Knight trilogy, which is awesome, but like beyond that, like I can't think of anything else that I would want to watch. Brad, it's uh, it's been nice knowing you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've enjoyed our time together, but uh, I think it's time to, I, yeah. time to say he, goodbye. But he's right. That's the thing. There's no, like, nothing else. I agree. Dark Knight, I'd watch again. There's nothing else that's worth even, like, watching a half second of. The Watchmen. I mean, there are, like, yeah. exceptions to the rule. But overall, like, if you just walked into a superhero movie not knowing what it is or whatever... Chant, like 99% chance you're like, this is awful. <laughs> I love this See, guy. I love this guy. 99% <laughs> chance that I'm at least going to be entertained. The no. only good superhero movie is Sin City. That's a great one, but it's not really a superhero movie. Absolutely, and that's why. It's an anti-hero I mean, it's, comic it's like book a comic yeah. superhero It's kind of a superhero genre. movie. But, it's I a, mean. From a comic book, it's not a superhero. That's fine. But. Anyways. But as I'll accept get, that as you like superhero movies. <laughs> as they get darker, which is kind of like your yes, thing, yeah. that's at least the kind of one that I would want to watch. Yes. I can't wait to see Deadpool. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah. Okay. I might I, watch I mean, it. You, I might. Well, I'm going to take you. It's probably bad. We'll though. go on a mandate and see Deadpool. <laughs> Can we take I, Brandon too? No. Oh, God. That's just, not you, good. just you and me. I think he probably, <laughs> he might hate him more than I do. I don't hate them. I just would never want to go see one. Is that... No, I get it. I get it. Oh, they're bad. Here's a question, though. Have you, have you, how many of you actually seen? Like, did you Enough, see man. I've seen Avengers? Yeah. Dude. Okay. I sit All there the... and I predict. Yeah. But, like, my son thinks I'm psychic because I, like, finish the lines before they're done. Like, yeah, they're you know cheesy, what I mean? man. Like, it's... I say, oh, by the way, so-and-so's going to do this. And then he'll be like, how did you know that? And I'm like, because they're all. I, I will I'm admit, insane. some of those were so bad that I did laugh. <laughs> I'm not saying so, they're so like, bad, so good, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that they're literary or script writing works of art. Right. I'm saying it's just a shame because they take great people like uh, what's her name from House of Cards, who? who's super adorable, Claire. Yeah, and then she's now in Fantastic Four, and she, now she's ruined. Is she really? Yeah. She's not ruined. Nobody's gonna go see it, so they'll never know she's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, oh, dude. Man. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, yeah, the scripts are really bad, and I think. Joss Whedon's come out and said it that he has to take into account I don't know 15 other sequels that are coming out in the years ahead so he has to write and craft these storylines and weave them so that it makes sense and that they can actually put out they have to introduce 30 characters everything you know yeah it's a whole marketing thing, and he's sure. tired of it. He said well, it almost killed him. Especially with like the Avengers. It's just like, take every superhero in existence and throw them in one movie. Blah. Yeah, it's just but like it's overload. Also based yeah. on the comic books. So, right. you know, you got yeah. to stay faithful. They're, they're just attracting that group of fans. You know? This conversation's over. It's yeah. over, buddy. It's over. But how was Tom? I hate you. Was Tom good? <laughs> um, Tom Cruise. Was Tom good? was fantastic, but I was more impressed with the physical stunts. That yeah. they were able to do. This him, was uh, him, like uh, hanging onto an airplane. And hanging stuff. onto an airplane. Them, all the bike stunts, the motorcycle stunts, the car stunts. I mean, f- gorgeous locations, and you're just you know ramming a BMW down steps. So it's, it's a fun, fun action movie. Anyway, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I can appreciate that personally more than like 
all the CGI related yeah. superheroes. Like he legitimately does some really dangerous stuff. There was something that came out recently, speaking of that, of practical effects and CGI about the new Star Wars movie and out of like 270 scenes or something, they only had 28 CGI effects or whatever. They're trying to do pretty much everything they can practically. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's always better when you do it for real. Yeah. Either way, Most go see time. go see Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Brandon, what have you awesome. been watching? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Why? You just been zoning uh, out? I don't know, man. I've just been busy. Laying in your hammock? Well, no, we've just been busy carting kids around and stuff. I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I, right now I'm trying to think of something. I just I'm just continuing to watch my HBO shows. Yeah. I like ball. Have you seen Ballers? I checked out um, I love the, with it. The Rock, right? Yeah, I love it. I checked it out for like 10, 15 minutes, and it's not that it was bad. I just oh. was like, well, I watch so much material. I don't think I'm going to – like The Rock's cool and everything, and it, it might be good, but I don't think I'm going to get into it. You yeah, I pick I, and choose. Like yeah. after episode one, I like I just found myself caring. Like I wanted – I was like, man, I want The Rock to like – I yeah. want him to like turn his life around after he can't play football anymore, hmm. and now he's a sports agent, and it's it's good. I like it. It's yeah. kind of funny that it parallels his actual life. Yeah, he was a football sure. player. He tore his knee or something, yeah, yeah. and now he's an actor. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty good. I mean, I, it's it's fun to me. It's a, it's something different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not it's not a crime show. You know, there's way here. Look, do you guys agree or disagree? There are far too many. Crime, CSI, blah blah blah. There's yes. a murder now. We'll find it. Da da da. Even including true crime. True crime is beautifully done and well shot. True, true detective. A, yeah. True detective on a whole nother level. True crime, I think, is on a whole like nother level. True TV. Um, yeah, but in general, I mean, yes. there's like what 800 CSIs. There's 400. Yeah. You know, like they just slap a new city onto the end. Yeah. Of it. And yeah. What, what is what is what is that? CSI Des Moines. I don't just. I don't. People get it. would watch it, man. They would. I'm from Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. Probably be more interesting than what they normally do. It'd be sure. like Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> Which I haven't gotten into that, but I want to get. I want to watch Have it. Have you Here seen the great. movie? Well, I've seen the movie, okay, but good. I haven't the TV series. I haven't seen the TV series either. Yeah, I TV series. Uh, I've seen Young, it. Young Hanks in it, right? Tom yeah. Hanks. And uh, what's his name? Billy Bob Thor. Lord of the Rings. Who? Uh, Billy Bob. I don't know his name, but he plays the main character. Frodo. No, not Frodo. Elijah he, Wood. No. Oh, the guy from Sherlock? Harry Potter? Yeah, I think he's in Sherlock. <laughs> oh, God, what's his name? He Martin plays Ob- something? Martin Short? No. <laughs> Martin, what? Freeman. Freeman. Oh, nice. Hey, we just oh, got yeah, yeah. Uh, our engineer <laughs> just buzzed in and let us know. Which, by the way, guys, the reason we now have an engineer is we are it's recording. because we're big shots. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording uh, live to tape at Sound Images here in Cincinnati. And actually... Uh, we were going to be in Studio B for bourbon. For bourbon. But we actually upgraded. We're in the big studio today. We're in A for Alex. We're in Studio A <laughs> for Alex. Oh, my God. And, uh, and uh, so anyway, that was our uh, our wonderful engineer. I think uh, A's, engineer. F- A's for Avengers. Actually. Yeah, it's for Avengers. Our engineer just chimed in with that uh, answer. So thanks, It's like the me. voice of God. I, I know. Up. Martin Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so anyway. So he's in Fargo. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he's really good in it. Um, is he I, British in that or is he... American no, he's accent. just he plays like you know the Fargo-y type accent. Like wow. he's really good in it, though. Yeah. I check it out. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting. To, I hear that's that's the one on my queue that I've been wanting to watch. True, true to the feature. Same kind of stylistic, like weird, yeah, yeah. comedy, quirky. Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's what I like. Yeah. So I haven't seen no? Straight Outta Compton yet. Oh, it's not out yet, is it? That's what I'm saying. I'm excited about it. Have you heard? Listen to the album. It's happening. 
Uh, I I sample. Yeah, I did listen to the preview. It's it's that's good. Cool. It's where really you, where good. are you straight out of? <laughs> Every that, that's freaking, actually a brilliant social campaign. No, it's it's gorgeous. It's and a brilliant, brilliant social. And campaign. Everybody's doing it, and that's yeah. what is annoying. But yeah, there it's. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm straight hard. out of bourbon because this guy brought whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's pretty oh, yeah. good, so give me another hit, man. There's a bit left. So if you want uh, okay, well, cool. So you know, um, hopefully, I'll get back into watching some stuff. I got nothing to say, uh, but I am working on some cool stuff. That counts for something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are you working, working on? What are you working on? Um, so we are building a 20 foot by 14 foot fake room to look like a real room for a company who makes stuff that has to do with rooms. Um, and we are going to film a guy. It's like this funny bit that uh, yeah. basically he's covering up something he messed up, um, and it's just it's going to be a ton of fun. But the the art department uh, at this point is just they're having a blast. Like we're they're trying to figure out how to build this thing, and you know, can we? How wide of a shot can we get? And are we going to be able to you know capture what we need? And um, yeah. So it's pretty cool. I mean, the client's a little nervous. It's the first time working with us on this, but you know, we really we're really going sort of over the top. I mean, I can't deny and say we did we haven't referenced Wes Anderson a hundred times already. Yeah, this is yeah. all about wallpaper and you know, um, super art directed. Yeah, I'm giving um, I'm probably giving art department a more of a headache. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'd love yeah. a 20 foot back wall and a <laughs> yeah. 14 foot long ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, a window would be nice. And I'm like, dude, I, you're, I don't know if I want a window. And it's like, right. <laughs> yeah. so what's the actual yeah. like project? Um, well, I, I can't talk about it right now. Like, we'll just say technically. They're, they're two web web commercials. Yeah, they're sponsors. web commercials for a brand that that does uh, they do cover ho- up product for the home, home, your floors, home your ways. ceilings, that sort of thing. Nice. Yep. And so it's it's a lot of fun. And so we're making a parallel that. If you can cover up a uh, a stain on the carpet, if you can cover up a hole in the wall, um, then we also have an easy fix, and it's this product, and yep. so it's this sort of comical thing. One of them is um is I, I can't yeah, I, we, I can't, can't talk about it. Can't, I can't yeah. say it. Like well, I'll get somebody once, if I say it, someone will come in this room in a black suit, like on uh, on old school, yeah. and just take me out of here. You'll be, you'll be <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 post it on yeah. fdbpodcast.com. But it's just it's a lot of fun to to get. I have yet to do a project that's well. I did one with the carnival project we did in Miami a couple years ago. Yeah. But this one's going to be super heavy, like in art direction, and I'm really excited to see how it comes together. Mm-hmm. So cool. it's a lot of fun shooting it on the red. Yeah. And, and Alex Elkins is the DP. I'm working on this project as well. Dude, we're you're in the middle of a DP love yeah. triangle right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a well, we're having a moment here. Yeah. Just getting pulled in both directions. Yeah. Here. I could make a joke about that. <laughs> but, uh, I, so I for for all the listeners, uh, you know, some of you might know this because you listen to us. But um, Alex, dear friend of ours, obviously, and and we love to work with him. But he does a ton of work with Brad with you're, music. You're videos. talking about me like I'm not here. Yeah, no, and uh, and obviously I work a ton with him, and we started a podcast together. So it's kind of a cool moment for us all to be in the room together. So yep, sweet, that's and that's awesome. why I'm in the center of both of you. Yeah, you're the, you are the guy. You are our puppet. Yeah. <laughs> puppet. <laughs> I like to think of it as you guys revolve around me, like I'm the sun. Yeah. Do you know that? Hey, here's a question: Is his extreme close up different than mine? Brad's? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your extreme, Does he like to go a little wider or a little tighter? A little wider. Your extreme close-up is like borderline microscopic. Like, I love it. If you could attach the it. camera to an electron microscope and get just a pore or, or like a single atom, yeah. I think you'd like that. I'm always saying, push in a little more. 
Yeah, I don't know if we've ever done an extreme close up, have we? Bam! Man, there I you mean, go. There's your new. There's your new. I mean, your next late, project. lately we've. You just know me. I like low and wide, and we've yeah. been. That's yeah. kind of how we've been rocking it. I we, feel like yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe throw me a little like, hey, for Brandon, we're yeah. gonna throw in a couple like Homage to crazy, Brandon. crazy tight ECUs. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like it could be really cool. Maybe a hand or like right up on the eyes. But yes. Beyond beyond that. It's pretty wide usually. Yeah. Because we, we like to move the camera a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of, like a lot to feel it. Shaky. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. <laughs> so a- what's uh what's 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 in your horizon, uh, Brad, other than uh, music videos? I know you got something coming up, can right? We, can we consider that can we talk about can we this? consider that what are you excited about? Yeah, what are you I mean I think it's a yeah. it's but yeah, what are you excited Brad, about? Brad, what man? are you excited about? Uh, I'm definitely excited about my first short film. Nice. Um Shot that almost a year ago now, last October. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Wow. Yeah, finally uh, got it through the editing process, had a really talented colorist work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you drop his name? Yeah, Alan Stollard. He works over at Animal VFX, uh, based out of Pittsburgh. Sweet. Let's get his, uh, we'll get his reel up on the uh, FTB yeah. site, as well as your reel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so actually... Uh, I just submitted the film to the first festival today. Nice. So did you use uh, Without a Box? I did actually. That put what is that's a, such a weird site, right? It's great. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like it's all connected to IMDb yeah. and just kind of. You could do we're, we could do a whole show just on Without it's, a Box. It's nuts. It right. pretty much you <laughs> when you upload a project, it tells you what all festivals are available, their submission requirements. Times to submit, yeah. fees, everything, all in one platform. It's really cool. So what's this film about, man? What's the log line, as they say in the industry? The log line. I short, well, let's go with the short log line. We don't want to go just, with the long I log think line. I have it memorized, actually. Pull up the website. Yeah. It is a short film about an old man's obsession with a young female neighbor whom he routinely watches through his window. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds creepy. <laughs> but that's kind of the catch is that it's actually it's not, not as creepy. creepy as it sounds. Sure. But um, there's a nice resolution. Yeah, it's kind of like you don't really know what his intentions are. Um, yeah. You might assume the worst and you might be right. Uh, but you, you might know. be right. I don't know. I think I've seen some clips from this and I it could be, it could, it definitely could go either way because I haven't seen the ending. Yeah. I know. And I, I forgot to, uh, I know Brad told me to, but I forgot to send him links. Did Shh, you? Don't tell him. Did yeah. you? That's all right. Yeah, I actually just finished up a uh, like a little trailer. It's like forty seconds long, and uh, yeah, that's going to be on the teaser. Site. Yeah, a little yeah. tease. Teases, nice, dude. That's yeah, awesome. We're definitely going to put that up. Well, that's cool, man. That's awesome. But yeah, Alex actually shot that for me. Did I? Uh, he did. Oh, okay. That's cool. Should we just continue to talk about you, <laughs> like you're not here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, Alex, who we know and love, <laughs> shot this project. It's like, what? Am I not here? <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> God. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. That's cool, man. It's my short film. You know, I've done like a ton yeah. of music video work and, you know, I've edited feature films. I've edited shorts, but I've never actually directed one. So I'm and excited. And you've been wanting to do this specific story for quite a while, right? Like you had it in the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. For a couple of years. And, uh, yeah. So I'm excited to get that out there, um, see what people think of it. I mean, everybody I've showed it to so far has really liked it, you know, privately, but that's mm-hmm. to be expected when you're showing yeah. friends and... Your brother and sister. Right, and right. 
So, well, cool, man. Well, congratulations. Thanks, yeah. man. This is awesome. I can't wait to, to see how people react. It's always fun to see how people react. Yeah. Have you done any, like, short film work? Um, well, we've done, I've done a lot of sh- documentary stuff and short document. I love documentary. Um, I love getting into a subject and, like, kind of, like, whoa, like, that's really cool. Um, you know, talk, kind of piggybacking on what I'm excited about. Another project I'm working on, and I can talk about, is with a, a company that makes wood veneer. Mm. They're based in, uh, in Ohio, and they take the tree from the forest, and then they cut it down to certain sizes for how they can run it through the machines. They debark it. They soak it in water. They pressurize it. They do all this stuff to get it to be super clean. Then they run it through these unbelievably fine slicers to make the thinnest of thin wood veneer that you can make. And they sell it all over the world, uh, you know, like the wooden dashboards on like BMWs and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. They make that and they sell that to different people. They sell it to architects or whatever. And so, you know, I got to sit down with them and they were really cool. And I said, you know, guys, I don't really like to make, I don't want to make corporate videos. You know, I want to, I love to tell stories that are intricate and interesting and quirky. And, and they had this great, you know, the guy who's founded it, he's from Germany. He has, mm-hmm. you know, still has an accent. His grandson is in line to, you know, kind of, uh, take the company, you know, to the next generation. And it's just going to be a ton of fun to hear him tell stories. And we're going to shoot all this great B-roll. We're actually, there's a patch of land in Indiana that they own. And the grandfather has never seen the forest that he owns. So we're going to go down there with him and, you know, fly the drone and get some cool shots shooting through the woods of him sort of walking through and yeah. touching the trees and sizing them up. And uh, and then all the while, he's just going to be on there talking, you know, when I came from Germany, da 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 and just <laughs> this cool story. Um, so, but anyway, those sorts of things I get really excited about. Um, I love dipping into these subcultures of little worlds that I never knew about. Like, wow, that's mm. that, that's around the corner from my house. I didn't know that, you know, like um, kind of those reading rainbow moments, uh, you know, like when uh, <laughs> I just introduced Nash to reading rainbow and oh. LeVar is holding a bowling ball talking about chain reactions and the, they show like how the bowling alley works. Yeah. And then they I found out that they make all the bowling balls in like Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Really? I love that stuff. So yeah. for me, I like exploring those worlds. Um, but... I too, like you, have thought, you know, you know what? I've never really given narrative or you know, sort of live action uh, a solid effort. And on a shoot with um, with Alex heading up to uh, to somewhere in Michigan, like Port Huron, um, or somewhere Traverse City, Traverse City. Yeah, we said let's let's write a film, and we had plenty of time to kill in the car. We had you know seven hours or whatever, and um, we sort of reverse engineered what today. We are concepting as our short film Kill Game, which we've talked about on the show. Oh right, yeah. And um, and so it's actually fitting that you're talking about how excited you are for your film because today, mm-hmm. literally 30 minutes before we walked in for the session, uh, we got confirmation from uh, Rob the Chicken Man, yeah, uh, at the Proud Rooster, and uh, he confirmed we are shooting. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and announce it on air. Go for it. Because this is going to hold us accountable. I'm excited about it, so you should probably talk We about need it. the community to help us get yes. this film done. But I mean, December this, this could be... 12th through yeah. the 14th, that's our shoot day. Yep. So we got a shoot day. So nice. we're excited. For Kill Game, the short film. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we'll see, man. We're, we're still, you know, we got we got a lot of work to do ahead of us, but... Um, yeah, you know, it's we, right around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so but, we still you have know, to launch a campaign. We still have yeah. to... Get everything, you know, get the crew or the cast comfortable with the script. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're going to need all the help we can get from the community. And um, 
Who knows? We might have you. Uh, we might crew you up, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I've Put never done work. is, uh, you know, any sort of like Kickstarter or Indiegogo, yeah. Go campaign or anything like that. So it's a it's a long pro. We we did one prior. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did. We talked about that. What episode was it? That? And that's that's where the silence came from. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It got bad. Rest was, in rest in peace. Rest in kill peace. game Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> There's a. What was that episode? There was an episode. I don't know. I don't know. It's either way. Yeah. It's depressing. But yeah. you guys aren't giving up. We're not no. giving and up, you're man. Do it. Absolutely We're not giving up. Not. And now we have an endorsement from from Brad. He endorses this film. Yeah. I do. I haven't read the script. <laughs> Brad, or... Brad just said it's the best film he's, he's not never seen. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but I do know two people involved in it, and I can't. I'm fairly confident that I can endorse this film. There you go. Endorsed <laughs> so, by Brad Gallon himself. So it's cool, man. And there's a lot of fun, exciting things going on. There's exciting things going on with the podcast. I mean, you know, we're we're super stoked to be in a position where we are now. With this type of studio where we can bring in guests, where you know we don't have to worry about how many mics we have or how good it's going to sound, and we can let our listeners hear from real filmmakers, and that's what it's about. You know, a lot of those podcasts that are out there, and there's some great podcasts out there, but they're you know they're talking about Hollywood, they're talking about mm. million dollar budgets, they're bringing yep. in st- you know stars from Hollywood every week, um, and that's fun to listen to. But as a real filmmaker in the trenches. It's not realistic. And I think what we're super excited about is we're hearing from the community about how we're connecting and we're telling the story of of the real filmmakers, not the 1%, but the real filmmakers, people that are doing this for a living, people that are, you know, putting the blood and guts on the line. And Mm -hmm. to have guys like you come in who are, you know, you're a working filmmaker who makes a living doing really cool stuff is so cool for people to hear. And so I'm just excited that, you know, show 11, we're we're in this position. It's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. So thank you for coming on, Brad. Thank you for inviting me. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Uh, I'm excited about our new segment on the show. Really? Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Mr. Plyman. Let's throw it to him. I don't know. If, uh, is it the soundbite? What are we calling let's this call it? Let's call it the soundbite. For now. Sound images soundbite. Right? Let's it see. It kind of rings. Adam, what do you got to say? Well, thanks. Yeah. This week, uh, guys, you know, I... I I've, I'm excited about a couple things. Uh, one, you know, me personally, I'm wrapping up a mix that's that's got international distribution and it's heading out on Monday, which all of us around here at Sound Images are are super stoked about. And uh, but uh, you know, aside from that, I just want to say thank you, thank you to all the films that that think of audio first. You know, that 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 put us as a priority. That that you know, when they're looking at locations, they're thinking about how the location sounds. And when they're thinking about about timelines, they're thinking about how much time they can allow for audio at the back. You know that after the edit's done, that that how much time will they will they will they give us to to refine the the film and emotionally bring it to life? And that's that's what I love. And that's that's the the amount of films that that do that, especially on like the independent level and and uh, us digital filmmakers. It it thank you. Thank you for paying attention to this and not not being a last minute thing, you know, not needing to turn it around in a day and and sliding your mix. Hey Adam, Adam. Yeah. Uh, that never happens. Oh well, all right, you you got a point. It's hard sometimes, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Um, all right. Well, next week. Um, I know we said it was going to be here this week, 3DO Labs. We had a shipping issue, but we're going to have their binaural microphones to check out. And uh, for all you headphone listeners out there, we will be swirling some pretty awesome stuff around your heads and talking about the uses, um, you know, for for recording things like that. So 
uh, I think it'll be really cool. So, uh, yeah, next week it'll be 3DO Labs binaural microphones. Dude, that's pretty cool. Oh, whoa. Dude, this is awesome. I love having that segment, just something we can't speak to. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, that's kind of neat. Looking forward to more of those. We've got some really awesome stuff coming up. Oh, my God. We, te- we talked about it last we, week. We tease this all the time, and I wish, I really wish that we could say more I right now. I kind of want to say it right now. You can't. All right. No, you can't. I won't. Because you just got to make sure the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in writing before we talk about it. Yeah, just, there's so, things happening. This, we, yeah. this barrel aged has just got Brandon like, <laughs> giddy. Just like, he's <laughs> loving school, it. School girl over here. <laughs> oh, man. It's been, it's been good. But we're, we're super excited. I do want to say... Hold on tight, folks. The filmmaker's drinking bourbon T-shirt is on its way. And I want nothing more than to see Instagram and the intranets blow up with little filmmakers taking selfies on set. And we're going to spread this thing. Yeah. It's going to go, it's, I don't know if it's going to go viral, but it's going to be like, uh, what's less than viral? Like, you know, like, yeah, you might catch it, you might not. You know what I'm talking about? It could go like regionally viral. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Not nationwide viral. You know what, though? Uh, we have listeners in over 42 countries. We have listeners true. in over 1,200 cities. We do. So nationwide? Um, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's not quite maybe not Ebola viral, but maybe like, uh, like, Sir, a, like you've a bad got a virus. cold. Like a yeah. bad cold. Yeah. It's like chicken pox. We could, we could be like chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just invading our listeners. So yeah. speaking of listeners, I've got the coolest listener mail. Do you? you guys want to hear this? Sure. So you remember last week we talked about a guy who was uh, who called in and said that he was super excited because he had Lyme disease. Yeah, this is crazy. And he was bedridden. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. He and we were his, his we were his connection to Shop Talk. Yep. Um, I have a follow up, right? Because everybody's wondering, good. like, is this guy okay? Yeah. So I got a follow up. Read it out. Here it goes. Hey guys, thanks so much for the shout out and the answers to my question. I also keep a back. <laughs> I also keep a backup set of clothes. A poem. Anytime I'm shooting on stage. So that was your reference. You talk yeah, about yeah. all your weird things you do. Well, I'm pretty weird. So You've yeah. got some some problems. Uh, <laughs> oh. Just as a follow up, though, he wanted to clarify. He is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sweet. Cool. Shout out to all our Pittsburgh listeners. Yeah. We love Pittsburgh. The sister city of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, it's like four hours away. Um, after a long course of antibiotics, I'm slowly getting better. Sweet. And we'll be returning to set life soon. As I do, I definitely will be spread. As always, I will definitely be spreading the word about FDB. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. I really dig the addition of Adam here at Sound Images mm-hmm. and the step up in sound quality. Keep up the great work, Jonathan Gribben. Jonathan Gribben. Cheers. Let's cheers. Nice. Let's throw cheers. one back for him. Cheers, glad, buddy. Glad you're doing better, cheers man. Cheers to you. Thanks for listening and thanks for throwing us out there. Yeah, awesome. so you guys quite literally helped, you know, if not make him better, pass the time. Yeah. I feel really good about that. I think he, we healed him. Yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> FTB heals. <laughs> Hashtag. Nice. Oh, my we, God. That's almost too good not to go out on. Oh, no. FTB heals. Hashtag. Hashtag. I like that. That's hilarious. Is there, is there nothing else? Uh, not there's, this there's week. I don't think so. Um, it's fine. You guys ever get any hate mail? We haven't yet. We ask for it. Yeah. We tell people, hey. Disagree with us. If you hate us. Actually, 
this week right in. with the Scientology. It could oh, be the first. Oh, this could be the first Uh-oh. one. I think we might get shut down. What's the, uh, oh, you're right. We didn't think about that. What? They might put their people on it. Well, yeah. I, I said that oh, I'm not making crap. fun of anybody. Well, we weren't making fun of it. I'm we just, just interested. I'm intrigued. Don't. Oh, man. This is gonna this could get bad. No. We're going to get shut down. There's going to be people standing outside I'm of not, our doors at home. Dude, who's that at the door? <laughs> is that El, Elrond? <laughs> um, Ghost of Elrond. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway. But but you know what though? Yeah, we do have we do have a great listenership. Yeah, that's cool. We invite Scientologists to be a part of that. Absolutely. All you have to do is go to fdbpodcast.com. Yep. Check out the newly redesigned site. Fantastic. Which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, check around there. You can always hear the show on there and find stuff we post and read articles mm-hmm. and whatnot. There's a button up top that says what? What's it say? Ask me anything. Oh, yeah. That's what it says. That's it says right. ask me anything. And you can literally ask us anything. And we, yeah. But please do. will you know who we are if we do that? Not always. Sometimes it's name. anonymous. You got to tell us if who you are. If you don't are. sign it, see the fact that it's a, was it Tumblr? It's just a pre-built thing. Whatever it is. You have to sign in to do it. Otherwise, it's anonymous. So please, please, please put your name or your screen name. Yeah, and the reason we did that is so you wouldn't... whatever you want to call it at the bottom. Yeah, we did that so you wouldn't have to sign in. We're helping you out. Help us help you. Help us help you. That's what I say. Help me help you. Help you help me. Help me. Help us. Show me the money. Yeah. But uh, so go to the website, check us out on iTunes, and I want to say I want to throw out a big ask, a big favor to to all of our friends out there, all of Brad's friends out there. Go, please, go to iTunes. It takes two seconds. Give us a rating. Uh, We prefer two seconds. Well, either way, we prefer um, the more stars, the better. Yeah. But we want you to be honest. If you don't like the show, we're fine with a bad rating. But if you like the show, give us a great rating. And we if, love a written review. Yes. And if you don't like it, please click on the Ask Us Anything. Tell us what we can do to improve. Yeah, what do you, you want to hear? Do? What do you want to, yeah. What, do we, what do? do we do? What do we do? Let us know. What do we do? And if, if you truly hate us and you are, if you can communicate it in a great, like a really yeah. good way. Then like, I want to meet you in We person. want you to be on the show. <laughs> we want to do a show called Why You Hate Us. Yeah. Okay. Why Do You Hate Us. Anyway. Anyway. But like 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 we said earlier, we tweet it out, we Instagram it out. The more higher star review we get, the more easily we can bring on people oh, like Brad dude. and people you know yes. people of note that actually can speak to different aspects of filmmaking. Absolutely, yeah. and we we are absolutely in this together. When we grow, you grow. We're we're going to be able to bring you guys the kind of giveaways that you want: cameras, oh yeah, gear, yep, stuff. T-shirts are fun. Giveaways are fun. Coupons are fun. But what if we were able to give you a camera, yeah. some audio recording equipment? What if we were able to give you an interview with, you know, a noted celebrity or a ASC member or a, you yeah, know, whatever? Absolutely. Or like your very own personal PA that just like gets you coffee every day. There you go. Absolutely. We can give you a human. <laughs> so <laughs> these are the things we want to do. We want to really build the community. We want to really uh, hear your all stories. And uh, man, we're so stoked. This has been great. Ready for it. Show 11. Show 11. Unbelievable. It's really been 11 episodes? It's been 11 episodes. Wow. So, well, guys, cool, it's been fun. Yes, it has. Thanks so much, Brad, for being on the show. Oh. Super dope. We're going to throw up all of his information on on the site, and you can check out the teaser to Eddie, all that jazz, but... FDBpodcast.com. Last thing to say, where can people find out more about you? Uh, just go to my website. It's bradgollowin.com, uh, B-R-A-D-G-O-L-O-W-I-N. Sweet. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, cool. and if you guys are looking, uh, if you're looking for a director, 
who has a great point of view and a lot of skills, give mm-hmm. him a holler. If you're a brand looking for a director to bring one of your projects to life, uh, he's very diverse. He doesn't just shoot music videos or short films. Nope. He can bring your story to life. Yeah, give him work so he gives me work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then when he when he comes back on the show, he's like a, he's like a superstar. Rock star. But yeah, it all comes around. Sweet. Cheers. Cheers to that, man. Cheers. Boom. And boom. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.